Gentlemen, good evening. Hey there. Hey. Welcome back to the saddle. Yes. It is. It's a comfy I feel like though. we're all like back and settled in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Greg, how you doing, buddy? Oh, man. I'm doing okay. Last yeah. time I was in the, uh, in, in the midway. You called in. <laughs> Yeah, I called him. <laughs> you were like special guest. That we was, got that, that one in by the edge of our, by the skin of our teeth. We got. Oh that yeah, one in. I got on that plane Ooh. by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's we cool, started man. playing that Grateful Dead song, and you're like, I gotta go, I gotta run. Yeah, oh, yeah, run. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, it was like, eh, was bored, we're not burning for another 40, 45 Right, minutes, right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it sounded I, like. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I. Okay, so. So the Dead played in Chicago, right? They've been having a bunch of shows at uh, Merriweather. I was thinking of you guys, like they had, they're like The Cure and Dave Matthews. I think. Both oh played yeah, last weekend. I well. was. I, I did see the Dave Matthews show. Yeah, That's you went. Right. I, did. I did. Yeah. Nice. Let's, it seems good. Go, yeah. Nick, are you in? Come on, is this the tales from the concert? No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk. No, because I want to hear about the Gizzard. Oh yeah, we can have more. Than I've, one. Seen, I've seen this is the, I think the sixth both. time that I've seen it. Was it was a it was a it was a cool show. I didn't get to see all of it. Okay. Even though I was there, yeah. Um, it's a long story, and it's yeah. It's, it, was, right it was it was it was a great show though. Cool. But getting to see them at Merriweather, I think, is going to be a good memory. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that feels like a pretty good show. Always. Yeah. Always. So I'm at the uh, Tweeter yeah. Center. And I uh, bumped into uh, Tim Youngworth. Is that right? Yeah, I think uh, I think we should have him on the show. I think you're right. Absolutely, <laughs> Tim. Come on, buddy. We're gonna do it. What you waiting for? Hey now. Topic? topic probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that's great that, that's great to hear I, I mean when was the last time you went to a dave show probably might have been the last time that they were it might have been it was before the pandemic uh but but there had been numerous times where like the siblings went okay mm. okay so you've been or like, like, or like the, the family yeah yeah, okay. yeah oh yeah right on well yeah. it's, it's summer concerts so a little bit more concentration of shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got back from Chicago, right? And I had I had a couple days in not a couple days. I had like one day in LA. Yeah, you had a morning. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, like I had a couple days. For I you. had two days. One day where I taught my online lessons, and then the next okay. day I took off because I wanted to go to the Hollywood Bowl for. Uh, yeah. yeah. I had tickets for the for the King Gizzard show, which I'll talk to talk about in a, in a minute. King Geezy um, and the Leezy Weezy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And then, uh, but the next morning, I had an early flight. Not super early, but a morning flight to Alaska. That's right. And That's I flew right. to, yeah, so I flew to Anchorage. We got did there. did that since we saw you last? Yeah, dude. And it was at 8.30 p.m. we arrived. We went and got <laughs> dinner. I had some really nice salmon. I came outside. It was like 11.30 p.m. It was bright as like Still bright 2, 2 p.m. Yeah, I could not believe it. <laughs> weird. Isn't that weird? How are we going to go to sleep now? Um, but they got uh, really good drapes in Alaska. They do. They yeah. do. Uh, so anyway, we we got a we got, drapes. We got some yeah. shut eye and played a show at uh, Matanuska Brewing Brewing Company in uh, Eagle River. Uh, nice, really fun show. Great turnout. I had like a Marshall JCM eight hundred. You know, I was like. Jumping around, it was fun. So, Sweet. and then I've always said, man, if I ever get <clears throat> like unhinged and unmoored from this world that I live in, Alaska mm-hmm. is going to be my destination. That's, that's your joint, really. I oh, think yeah. that's where, like, where you go to be a 
yeah, just on your own. I yeah. could certainly tell from my short time there. When you guys finally drive me crazy, I'm going to right. Alaska. I don't. Okay. Well, well, that's what I'm going to say is that it seems like it attracts a certain type of crazy. Oh yeah. Not oh, yeah. A, not necessarily a bad kind of crazy, but it's it people seems who like want to get away. I could. I was surprised. As far away as possible. I was surprised though because you know we've been traveling around a lot and you go to like places like West Virginia and you're like, Oof, this is a vibe, you know, mm-hmm. or or other like mid, certain you know. parts, sure. Yeah, not all of it. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to say anything bad, but uh, but when you go to Alaska, I, I was definitely surprised at sort of the. Uh, it wasn't as like let me. How can I put this? It had it. They had nice. They had nice things. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It, it, okay. it wasn't. It wasn't. It, I mean, what I'm trying to say is, a lot of these cities that we go to now, especially the sort of more forgotten cities, mm-hmm. are just they yeah. just feel kind of run down and like. But no like the life. industrially re- industrially repressed, the yeah. way like ma- industry has moved out of town. Yeah, and it's yeah. just not that cool or fun. Um, but yep. but Alaska, Alaska was was ready to rock, man. <laughs> you feel ready to rock. And uh, where we played, you know, it's, it's funny because they were saying like, "Yo, you, you know, the whole town can hear these concerts. Like they know that there's a Friday night concert. Yeah, so awesome. so there, there was, there's a curfew. Like, you know, I think we were done by nine thirty. Mm. Um, Is Anchorage the one with like mountains all around? I mean, there were definitely mountains around. I couldn't tell you if that's the one if, you're thinking of. But if you're in Alaska, there's mountains all around. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, never been. Yeah. Well, that was my first time, and I was uh, very happy to get to go and for that reason but coming back <laughs> you know uh was very that was a very early flight and kind oh. of a stressful airport day nothing bad happened but it was just kind of a lot of like nick of time stuff mm-hmm. yeah and uh what what took you up there red not chili peppers oh that's right thank you i appreciate that buddy. Yeah. he almost he almost pulled it off i just couldn't let it yeah <laughs> I was trying to be like Mo when he's like, see his catalog. See his catalog. I'll like, you know, embarrassed. No, that's no, one no, of my no, I'm not embarrassed. It was, it, 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 yeah, it was really, uh, it was really cool. They had to do like a tribute series, I think every Friday, but they also have original acts uh, go, rolling through there throughout the summer. So like the guys in Candlebox just played there. Oh, nice. uh, Matis Yahoo is playing there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of different. Uh, I can't think of who the other folks were, but it's some names you know. Um, it's a really nice venue um, outside. You know, so it was cool. It was a good time, but uh, I was cool. exhausted when I came back, and I still went and uh, went out to my buddy Kurt Cornelius's fiftieth uh, birthday party, which happened to be that afternoon. But it was a nice reason to like stay up and get like you know you don't want to like fall asleep at four p.m. Totally. You know, and then be screwed yeah. the whole week. So mm-hmm. anyway, that was my weekend. <laughs> I'm, and now I'm like recovering from a very couple, very busy couple of months I'm trying mm-hmm. to trying to like get myself back. I got a massage today. It was like a birthday nice. present. Oh, um, self-care? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I needed it, man. I've got, I've got these, you got these, you better not mention that again. I got these knots, man, in my back. Whew. I think they'll Is go they away. you with the hickory stick? Oh, man, yeah. The first time he used fists. <laughs> she, she used fists. Thanks, Adam Sandler. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, used, she used fists, I think. I couldn't tell. Uh, yeah, whatever she there, did would hurt a lot, but it, it, in the best way. So <laughs> Yeah, the right kind of hurt. Yeah. How about you, Jay? It's so How you doing? good. <laughs> oh, man, I had a freaking awesome weekend. 
Oh Ooh. my goodness. It was great. It was great. We did something on Friday and we did something on Saturday and that was neat. But like Sunday, <laughs> Sunday was the day. Um, Sunday because, was the day. Yeah. Sunday I got to go down to my friend and our friend Keith Grasso's place. Oh, right. Nice. I saw and some got photos. to record some music. And this time we got to have our friend and my kind of like life mentor and father figure, Lou Campagnoli from Bill's Music. Oh, he came cool. down all the way from Catonsville to join us and play some drums and sing vocals and play some harp, like harmonica. Oh, it was nice. It was That's so awesome. much fun, man. I, I haven't seen Lou uh, since his retirement party, party from Bill's Music, and that was probably almost 10 years ago. Wow, okay. So I hadn't seen him for so quite some time. And, and so some, and some music. Yeah, and it turned out to be Keith's birthday, too. So it was Perfect. Keith's nice. birthday, birthday Keith. bash. Yeah, we get uh, two more songs in the, in the bag. Beautiful. Sounded great. It was so much fun. Yeah, so. Sounds great. Shout out to Lou. Uh, it was great to see him and uh, great to see Keith too. So, That's awesome. Man. We got to get Lou on the podcast. Speaking of people, we got to get him on the podcast. He's got some stories to tell. I don't know this Lou. Hmm. Bring well, him he's on. like he's one of those guys. He's kind of like he's kind of like Michael Michael Weddington in mm -hmm. a way that like he just he can hold a conversation with anybody. You put him in sure. a room next to somebody. Next thing you know, they'll be best just friends. It up. Best sure. friends in like five minutes. Like he's just one mm -hmm. of those guys. Um, like I said, love the guy more than life itself it's and it was it was so great to see him so oh cool it was fun it was fun very cool nice yeah so and yeah, uh, had nick, a good weekend. yeah yeah i was gonna say nick i mean we, we heard about the dmb anything else i did yeah um sure? no it was a lot of uh oh, man what did i do nick always by the way to for the listeners anytime we ask him what happened for what he did for his weekend he like looks around the room as if it's written on the walls. No, a a like, I know, like, I know. Pew, I'm just pew, but from pew. our perspective, it looks like you're. Like, what did I do this weekend? As if you've written it. What? Where do you keep your notes? I uh, I don't have notes. That's my problem. Yeah, I have post notes tacked to the ceiling. What else? Do you yeah, right, right. Makes sense. You know, man, no, it was a good weekend. It was yeah, a good weekend. Cool. So I'm just I'm just razzing you. It's a funny. It's it's a funny. Uh, no, because I'll, I'll tell you, because, because by the time we get here Monday evening, roughly 9.30, 10 o'clock, I've already gotten myself out of the weekend and right. into the workday so that I could get some productive work done in the afternoon. Yes. And then it's like podcast mode. So I'm not, it's a weekend's like a year ago, man. Right, 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 right. It was, right, it was right. good. It was good. Well, so you're lucky, yeah. Greg. You're three three hours ahead of us. You're still in weekend mode. Maybe. Well, my weekend <laughs> my weekend actually starts no, on Greg's Monday. No, Greg's got different cycles. He's got like, <laughs> yeah. like we're doing like you know, eight shows in 11 days, kind of a, kind yeah. of a stretch. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Got a very different cycle. Yeah. I'm not, I can't even get that comfortable because I leave on Saturday to go to Brownsville, Texas, where it's like 102 degrees right now. Back on the horse, boy. Back on the horse. <laughs> He's hot, man. All right. Well, <laughs> anyway. What are we doing, Jay? Yeah, All right. Well, up? for everyone's <laughs> sake and mm. to keep us up, let's get this show started. Indeed. Let's go. Yes, that's right. You are tuned in to You Should Check It Out, coming at you back on the horse every single Thursday since 2018. We are happy to be here with you. Hope that all is well in your corner of the world on this beautiful Thursday. This is episode 200 and 
three. It still amazes me to say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not only triple digits, but like 200 sets. Like, old oh, man. But anyway, this is episode 203 coming at you on a beautiful Thursday. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And we have an awesome show for you tonight. We got some regular content action coming at you, but it's going to be fantastic. Greg is going to be leading things off with a Tales from the Concert. Mm-hmm. Oh, telling yeah. us all about the show that we wish we would have been at. King f***ing Gizzard and the f***ing Lizard f***ing Wizard at the f***ing Hollywood Bowl. Oh, jeez, oh, Pete. Yes. Wow. Emphatically. Right. Yeah. Did I get the, did they get the venue? Yeah, right? I think that, yeah. I think you got it okay. right. Good. <laughs> it, it looked like a fun show. That's all I'm saying. It was a really Oof. good show. I'm going to be following that up with a uh, trip down memory lane. The uh, late 50s and early 60s in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Talking about uh, the fun you- things that our government did to unwilling citizens of the United States of America. Seems on topic. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to tie it in somehow. <laughs> yeah. And Nick, Nick will be following things up with, uh, he's going to be talking about a band, a band that was kind of famous in like the early aughts, a metal band that was famous in the early aughts and sounds mm-hmm. like they're trying their best to get famous again. They're still, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Nick. Whatever tactics they can come up with. Yeah. Right yeah, on. That's fair. Sounds familiar. Hey, look, it's, it's rough out here in these streets. <laughs> you know it. Struggle is real. All right. Well, with that said, Mr. Greg, you were up first. Take it away, sir. Okie dokie. So, yeah, as Jay just mentioned. Um, oh, blue, kind of blue bleed there. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. I didn't know if you were excited or jealous. I couldn't tell what was happening. <laughs> Both. Yeah, okay. As part of my Christmas gift, guys, like mm. six months ago, right? Kaz got me two tickets to see one of our f- collective favorites. I, I think I'm willing, I, I think I'm correct in saying. It's kind of happened through the yes. show. Uh, yeah. yes, yes, exactly. Uh, KGLW, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yes. Aus- Australian. <laughs> yeah. The audience the, loves it too. The, mm. They're an Australian psych band that's put out like 30 albums or something in the last eight years. I don't know if those numbers are Crazy. right, but just something like that. Okay. It's in uh, that ballpark. Yeah. yeah. It's in that ballpark. Um, and uh, I'd never seen them live. You guys, you guys saw them live. We, <laughs> we did. did. We did. It was what? a hell of a show. Yeah. Awesome. With Black Midi, right? Uh, no, separate. Oh, separate those are separate shows. separate shows. Never yeah. mind. Okay. Anyway. That would be a hell of a show. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I still feel bad about this to this day. When she gave me those tickets, I didn't know how to react because I had already known about the show and... Mm-hmm. And looked at my upcoming tour dates, and I was like, "They're working on a show that day, and oh, it looks like it's gonna be, you know, it's a place we've already played." And da da da. I was like, "Boy, that hurt." So Boy, you know, that hurts. <laughs> so, oh. you beat me to it. So I was just like, I, I, "What do I say?" And I was like, "I just wanted to be honest." I was like, "Look, there's a chance I might not be able to come to the show because it's not like I would be giving up one gig. I'd be giving up two runs." Did you have to say that on Christmas Day? I did. I didn't have to, but I guess. But I thought I didn't know. I I I quit go. He can't thinking. hide it on the face. <laughs> he can't hide it. <laughs> I couldn't hide it, and I, I you know, and I, but she was like, "But it's on a Wednesday." And I was like, "I know, but on summer in the summer." Wednesday is a totally legit day to have a show. Sure. Like a summer concert series on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Normal. Forget about it. So, Forget um, about it. Anyway, so I was, like, I was like, but look, let's not fret about it. I am going to make it a priority to try to come to this show. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if it means I, if I can get a sub or whatever, you know what I mean? Like I will definitely 
try my, my hardest to make this work, but there's a chance that work will get in the way of this, you know? Yeah. Um, but an adult conversation right there. But so like for months I was like, am I going to get to go to this show? Am I going to get to go to this show? Am I going to get to go? And it, the clouds parted. And so, and you know, and you, as you can see, like I was in Midway, uh, you know, or yeah. wherever I was coming from the East coast on Sunday, the show, uh, Monday, yeah. I was coming on, on Monday. The show was on Wednesday, and I left on Thursday. I, mm-hmm. It just happened to be in those two days that I was home. Yay. Yeah. So that was a real relief because I did really want to go to the show. Yeah. yeah. You know, I obviously didn't want to let Kaz down as well, but I obviously wanted to go to the show. I'd already looked it up. Mm-hmm. It was the Hollywood Bowl. Which and it's the I last lo- show of their tour, right? That, or, I didn't, that hadn't tour. even dawned on me. But I just yeah. knew that them playing, I knew that they'd been playing at the Greek Theater, which is also mm-hmm. well known, but much smaller than Hollywood Bowl. Right. This is a big upgrade of Yeah, venue. right. I, and so I think the Greek holds like 5,000 and the Hollywood Bowl holds like 17,500. So oh, wow. okay. um, I've seen shows at the Hollywood Bowl and it's one of my like bucket list venues. You know what I mean? Like it's just, like, it's, is it, it's is so it a awesome. good venue or is it I just love like it. the ambiance? Is it just like the history and the ambiance of it? I think that's or is part it actually of it. genuinely a good venue? I think as an amphitheater, it works for me. Like I, you know, cool. I've had, I've, I don't know if I could grade it from an engineering standpoint, but I will say that the musical quality, the, the sound audio quality is enough that you, you experience real moments. It's right. good enough for it's me. Not I mean, like, I, I'm just asking you, like, if you like the the venue, like, I love it. Like, it's it just expensive. Okay, you know what I mean? Gotcha. That, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, yeah. It's and it's a it, the ambiance is through the roof. Like that, it's right. like one of the top. You know, I mean, like the literally the Hollywood sign is like right above. Right, right, right. You know, oh, wow. and okay. um, and it's always like amazing weather. Yeah, and it's just very chill. You could even uh, you could even BYOB. That's one thing that actually does help the cost. You oh can, really? Yeah, you can yeah, bring, yeah. You can bring stuff in. You can bring a cooler. It's so frustrating. You can't do that. I know, yeah. but the yeah. So anyway, you can just bring your own water. Why don't I play you guys a clip? I, this, these are yeah. not going to be great audio quality. Wait a second. So you're 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 uh, you're spinning a tail here. I know, and I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay. But I want to start with a clip. So let's play Magenta Mountain. This is from Live at the Hollywood Bowl. Excellent. King Gizzard. I don't believe you 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. So as Nick mentioned, this is going to be a Tales from the Concert. Damn straight it is. Roll it. Saying that I recorded that live at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh well, oh, it, me, oh, that's me why it sounds Bono. so similar. Yes, yeah, exactly. It sounds yeah. great. Thank you. Um, you wouldn't believe the budget for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you guys what happened on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, man, how was the show? So it was great. The other thing that's tricky about the logistics of going to the Hollywood Bowl is it gets like you know you, we hear the nightmares about LA traffic. Sure, you got to get there early you know it, it's not it's it's right there and just north of la mm-hmm. right you know your, your best bet is to get there early if you can and so i sort of i, I intentionally cleared my schedule to be like now i can leave whenever i want of course i couldn't do that i ended up having a lesson anyway but it didn't matter it, so <laughs> i was able to leave early enough um so we got there we got uh a, a good little parking spot in one of the lots which we didn't realize and, and you know you're looking online, it's like, oh, you can book a ticket here. So it'll be like $80 for parking, you know, and you're like, jeez. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it was like 20 which, you know, it's still a lot of money for parking. Hey. But for, you know, a baseball game or an event like this, you know, yeah. at this yeah. point, I'm, at this that's, point, it's coming out. more reasonable than You can't get out of Baltimore for more for less than $20 for parking. There, there you go. See? So anyway, um, so we get there, but we're pretty early. There's this long line, though, of people already. And I'm like, oh, I guess we should get in that line. That's probably the uh, line to get in. And then we overheard someone say, oh, by the way, this line was like really, really, really long. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, man, okay. And then I heard someone say that it's the merch line. The merch line. Okay. So Kaz is like, do you want to see what that's all about? I was like, okay. So I like walk up this hill. The other thing about Hollywood was very hilly. Or an amphitheater, you know? And so you're you're like walking up hills. Hollywood hills. Exactly. And uh, so I'm walking up. And I keep walking and walking and walking, and finally I get to I see that it's all for a merch tent. What? Yeah, that's great. And, like, and there's like nobody by the attendants, <laughs> by by the gates that haven't opened yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. So I, re- I remember I'm like, hey, we don't have to wait in this line because I mean, I mean, I might get merch, I guess. I don't know, but I'm not gonna wait in this line. Are you kidding? No, right? no, it'll yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like hours. Yeah, yeah. So, but then. The gates opened, and I, what I realized is like, oh, there's other merch tents inside, and people are just running inside. Okay, oh. and th- this this uh, demographic, by the way, I mean, you guys have been to a King Gizzard show, but I, out here on the West Coast, it was very much male and female. I would yep. say, okay. you know, uh, which was surprising, you know. But mm-hmm. so you also noticed there were a lot of people wearing the merchandise already. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it started to dawn on me. I was like, oh, "Right, these have like all you know." I've seen people's like collections on Reddit. You yeah. know, like, like the people who collect the King Gizzard vinyl and they just like lay it all out, right. except like their entire floor. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, I guess people are coming early to get the limited merch." Gotcha. You know, okay. and, and well, that like, makes maybe- sense. When whenever Nick and I thought about getting some merch after the show, we're like, "Wow, this line is out the door." 
Like, Let's, holy cow, look at the backup trying to leave this place. Yeah. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it turns yeah, out it was just to buy T-shirts. Yeah. You could, just, you could leave any time. Yeah, yeah, it was just a line to get T-shirts. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think I'm going to get anything. But then afterwards, I was like, ah, if the line dies down, I'll take a look. You know, because as we passed the, as we did, you know, enter and then walked past, I was like, man, some of those shirts are awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, man, I don't, I'm not usually a sucker for that, but, oh, man, those are sick. And, you know, and so I, I went back. They had the shirt I wanted in the side, you know what I mean? So that was great. And they had a copy of their newest album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one with the dragon on it. Yeah. Um, that was exclusively for that show. And I don't know if they mean like it was like that color or something like that, but it's right. it was like this one is only being sold here tonight. Nice. Nice. That's it. That's it. So I was like, I- I'm just going to get this too. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, we had a well bag and everything. So I was like, yeah, just, you know, I don't have to like hold this all night. But yeah, so we uh we went and um we went and grabbed our seats and uh they came out right on time. No opener. Okay. They they said it in the uh, in the ads, it's like it's just a, it's just no opener. We're gonna play it's a three hour marathon set. Nice. So I knew it was gonna nice. be like three hour set long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was great. I I'm glad that I knew that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cause I was like, all right, strap in, babe. You know, like, here we go. This is going to be yep. epic, you know? And, uh, but they came out and they did this kind of, they played some really older songs that were like narrated by this older man. Yeah. They did those songs? Yes. And they, the there's like they, an album where they, where there's like a background speaker the whole way through. It's so, really weird, but it's a really early one. And it's almost kind of like spaghetti Western yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so they're doing that with all these visuals on their screen and at the end they explained that they wanted to do that because it was one of the members dads yeah who oh, had narrated man. it and he had just died oh wow and he was actually going to be at the bowl like that oh, was the plan was that he was going to so they just used his um oh. i think that but they had his track and so they were just oh, able to beautiful. play along with it and then after yeah. they said, after they explained it, they went over to the member whose dad it was, and they all hugged him. And then they went oh, back, and then, and, and then they started, like, the show, for real. Not for real. I mean, uh-huh. but you know what I'm saying? It's a, yeah. it made, and, you know, it made me think of, of you, Nick. I'm not sure. going to lie. Yeah. Um, so it was really moving. Uh, but then that's, that's really sweet. Yeah. But then they started rocking. And uh, let's see. They, they started playing stuff from the newer record, which is, like, very, like, Judas Priest almost. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, and it was just a lot of fun though, because even I was like, man, look at all these hippies here for the metal. Right. Mm-hmm. There's people right? wearing, people were wearing cloaks. I don't know. Yeah. Did you see any of this? Like, yeah. This? Cause they get into like the goblin, like the green goblin song is like a huge one or something. I don't know. And so it's so they funny, were, man. It, it is, it is the strange interception of, of hippies and metalheads. Cause every yeah. album is a different freaking genre. Yeah. Right. Yes, Great. exactly. And I want to touch yeah. back on that later. But I, right now, I want to play you guys another clip from the song that they performed, Gila, which is off of their new album. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
Nice. And now yeah. I remember what I did on Saturday. I put on that album and organized my entire closet and then put it on again and organized another section of my room. It was great. Wow, you really like that record, man. That's cool. I do. <laughs> well, yeah. It's good organizing music, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So uh, this goes there. This goes there. <laughs> side note, Jay, and you may be able to find this on YouTube, but the vinyl I got, there's like a bonus track at the end. Oh yeah, that's like a narration of like the story, I guess. Nice. Oh okay. Nice. Yeah, 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 it's pretty rad actually. Because I got to it and I was like, well, I don't remember hearing this on the streaming, you know. And mm-hmm. anyway, I mean, they were really rocking the joint. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, as uh, as Nick just mentioned, you know, there's sort of this genreless band, you know, yeah. and, and um, I think that that is starting to become a theme among newer music. Right. Like that, crossing genres. That's like a thing. Yeah. But like really it's like there's people have been crossing genres for a long time. But I think that right now, like it's almost like you want to be elusive and not be. Put it into box. something. Yeah. You know, um, and that's where you have like, you know, bands like King Gizzard having a lot of success. That band Sleep Token, mm-hmm. you know, people have trouble. They're like, this is a metal band. Oh, wait, well, not really, because it, they do this song too. And you're like, well, that's yeah. not metal at all, you know, and they, but, but they do this one too. Oh, okay. Do so, you feel like that's like rock and roll, like rebelling against the streaming like algorithm? It might be. I don't know. Like, but it's doesn't a good that thing seem to... like that attitude? <clears throat> Right. Kind of like pushing back against like, don't put me in with this other band. Right. You know what I mean? Like, don't pigeonhole me. Yeah. Well, especially these days when, you know, if you are ind- successfully independent like these guys are, and you can just do whatever. You don't have anyone telling you, like, you can't put this out. You can't put that mm-hmm. out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just the first time that we've ever had, that artists have ever had that opportunity. Or a great strategy to get new f- potential audience because you, you cross into their channel when you do that album that yeah. sounds like that, right? But it's so easy to say. But these guys yeah. do it so f***ing effortlessly. Yeah. But it's still You know, like them. they sound like they've been playing like death metal all their lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or thrash. I don't know how you yeah. quantify this type of 80s heavy music. metal. 80s yeah. heavy, heavy metal. Thrash, but thrash is better. Yeah, yeah. They'll go to that and then they'll do their jam thing and then they'll do... And they'll like, pick up the know, microtonal fusion, stuff again. Like, yeah, and then they'll switch back. Like, and it's, yeah. It sounds like they've been doing that all of their lives. Yeah. And they switch back to their, they pick up their synths again, mm-hmm. you know, or then they try to they'll go back to sounding like fish. Well, speak, <laughs> speaking of which, one of the, I think, uh, so, something that has really illuminated the jam band audiences to these guys is like Trey Anastasio apparently has been like going to their shows and saying he's oh, yeah. his favorite band and stuff. So that makes sense. Makes sense. Right. It does. Yeah. So, Anyway, I've been uh, I've been going on and on about it, but I will say that it was a fantastic show. I will not forget it anytime soon, and awesome. I would love to find. I hope they they release it. Um, I'll have to buy that on Waxed. <laughs> you know? I mean, it got a lot of press, like that show. It did, and uh, even they were like they posted something today with a bunch of photos, just being like, "We're still pinching ourselves." Like this is you know that was a, such a special. I you know again like you said it was the end the of their with tour the, with the yeah and the moment with the with the with the band member whose dad had just yes, passed yes yeah and that, just the that, and they were just on fire you know I mean it was yeah. really you could you could sense it. They, they even they were like stopping between songs and looking out, being like, "Holy crap! Look at this place!" You know, it's <laughs> right. huge. Right. It's, huge it's probably like one of their biggest venues that they've done, right? It's the biggest U.S. venue they've done. Wow! According to that, and was it article. was it packed? Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. It wasn't. I don't know if it was sold out, but it was definitely. I mean, it was not like thin 
in, in any in any section, you know, nice. of the entire that's bowl. Awesome. So, oh, that's uh, so cool to hear them doing well. Oh, well, not only that, but I mean, really, when I was thinking about the merch game and I was like doing some quick math, I was like, geez, Louise, you know, because like every item's like almost $50. Mm-hmm, and people sure. are leaving with like three items minimum. Mm-hmm. Except for me, you know, <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah. I got to Hey, ooh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I got to pay for parking. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> you know? But uh, anyway, let's do one more clip. Yeah, this yeah, and this yeah, one goes out totally. to you. This one goes out to you guys. I was it. Wait, there's one last little thing I had to say, which is even on a three-hour set, I knew like three songs. <laughs> <laughs> they play. Yeah. Or like or I'd be like, no. I think I heard this one once. You know? Uh, uh, but it doesn't no matter. Shame there. There's no it, shame there. It doesn't matter because you like you were describing, like they do these styles really well. I'm like, well, I know which era this is from. Right. 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 So uh but this and, one and no matter what you yeah. can dance no matter what, it's like you can dance like it keeps that, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's and that's that was the neat thing was what was fascinating and I apologize, I don't I know that you were trying to cut this cut this off, but is the cohesion across yeah. those genres, like from like song to song when in a live scene, oh, yeah. it just it just continues to move. So everybody's just yeah. still, just ah, oh, it's so yeah. Cool. So they played the song "Shanghai" from Butterfly Three Thousand, and then and then they went on this epic jam, at the you know like, and it didn't really like even as it started out, it was definitely we could tell it was that song, but it was different, and then they just took it in a whole different direction. So check this out, and we'll close out on this. I would go. That sounds, list, that sounds yeah. fun. It was super wow. fun, dude. Even they were like, you could just tell that they were like, "What is happening? This is awesome," <laughs> you know. So, yeah, it was really. Oh, cool. that's fabulous. Yeah, man. So I, I will tell you this: I will never miss them if they, if I, you right? know what I mean? Like I, after seeing that that one time, I was like, like I'm in, but you know, like totally in. It's- then we were, we're at saying, consensus. That's, That's what we're saying. We were at consensus. This is like, <laughs> I don't care. When yeah. they are in town, I will catch them because holy crap, that was yeah. such a They're picture. the band. They are the band, man. Yeah, they're yeah. hot. They're hot, man. I was very lucky. So, uh, yeah, again, can't say, can't say enough good things. But uh, maybe next time we'll, the three of us will go. Yeah? Yes. That it's would be that right there. Would maybe be next time they'll something. do a residency and we'll get some tickets. We'll all go to the bowl. Excellent. You know. See if they can schedule it around Nam. 
Det är yeah, right. <laughs> 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 on, guys. Yeah, hi. My name's Greg Lowen. <laughs> oh, might, Greg. You might know me from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You should check it out. Hey, hang on, guys. Hang on. <laughs> hey, it's Greg. It's Greg Lowen. <laughs> Come on. Around the damn show. I don't know if I got that right. Mm. <laughs> it's close. Yeah, I was pretty fun. poor on all of our parts. All right, all right. I didn't. I didn't try. All right. Anyway. All right. Jay Rome. Am I up? You're up. Let's do it. All right. Uh, got a song for you. This is oh, a new yeah. release. It's not by the Grateful Dead. So no? a little bit of a change for me over okay. the past couple weeks. All right. This is by a guy named Beck. Okay. Oh, yeah. Never and a band. Yeah, yeah. And a band called Phoenix. And uh, they got a little uh, collaboration going on. This song's called Odyssey. Check this. Nice. Check this piece out. Song. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is YLCIO Radio <laughs> coming at you. Your new yeah, you summer jam. That's honestly. No, it's just, <laughs> I was just thinking it's it's fun when you got when you have little kids and you find a fun song that's like safe. <laughs> right. <laughs> that you're like, I, I can get behind this. Well put. Yeah. Well and put. it's it's very like modern sounding, so you mm-hmm. know that they're they're probably like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh just a shout out to the talking heads bass line in there. But doom doom doom. Ba-doom, oh ba-doom. yeah, that's nice. Good catch there. Cool, funky, funky. Love that song. And you so, may find yourself. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> this is not my beautiful house. Mm-hmm. This is not my beautiful wife. What the f- happened? Jay's <laughs> um, really going out for <laughs> No, I'm out. I'm out there tonight. <laughs> Speaking of out there, um, I found this article that just crossed by my my desk. Uh-huh. It uh-huh. hopped in my inbox uh, today, and it's about. It's about the CIA and right. uh, kind okay. of some of the screwed up things that the CIA did in the uh, the late 40s through the 60s. Okay. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of the program MKUltra. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this, this whole thing became public in the late 70s through a Fe- Freedom of Information Act request. And it was this big expose by the, I think, the Washington Post and the San Francisco Chronicle and a bunch of different papers came out and released all this information, all these documents, well, what was left of these documents after the CIA had destroyed a lot of them in the early mm-hmm. 70s, about 
these mind control experiments the CIA was doing on American citizens without their knowledge throughout the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, basically as a way to, they thought that they were falling behind the Soviet Union in okay. using these mind control drugs to be able to control uh, spies and counteroperatives um, yeah. operating. They thought that the CIA or the, that the Soviets had, the KGB had all these drugs that were able to control spies that were over there to make them talk. You know, so it's like so, Ian Fleming material right here. Right. right. Oh no, it's all it's all very spy novel. So they were like, we got to get in on this stuff. So they're like, they found a couple guys, including a bunch of ex Nazis, that were like, well, we know a thing or two about like, you know, mind you control talk drugs. About drugs. You <laughs> want to talk about drugs? We we found some things back in the day, guys. Um, it's all very screwed up. And, you know, you've heard a lot about this stuff. The whole Stranger Things show is based around this premise, you know. Right. Ex-scientists that were still doing this stuff. But this article that was published by SFGate details an aspect of this that I had never heard of before. And I'm going to try to tangentially tie this into the the program, but it was just so interesting. I just thought we had to talk about this it for did just a second. Like Jay Rossman. It's crazy. It's crazy. So this whole thing is based around this operation by the CIA called Operation Midnight Climax. Hmm. What could that? You can't make this stuff for? up. Operation yeah. Midnight Climax, and essentially from 1955 to 1963, the CIA ran. An undercover brothel in downtown San Francisco. Okay. They 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 rented or bought a house in downtown San Francisco that they operated as a brothel. And from this brothel, they paid prostitutes, real prostitutes, to operate for them to go and solicit Johns from off the street, mm-hmm. normal everyday workaday people who just wanted to have a good time. They paid the, these prostitutes to bring them in. To this secret CIA brothel mm-hmm. where they had this whole house rigged up with microphones and rooms with one-way mirrors so that CIA mm-hmm. operatives could sit on the other side of the window and watch this mm-hmm. whole thing go down. Mm-hmm. The, they would have the prostitutes then drug the Johns with the various drugs that they were trying to test on humans, including LSD, psilocybin, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. cocaine, Mescaline, basically any any psychedelic drug that you can think of, right. they were throwing it all at the wall and saying, "Hey, I wonder what happens when we give unsuspecting people these drugs." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this was all under the guise of, "Well, you know, maybe if we can find some drugs that really work, then we can give them to like KGB operatives to make them talk." Truth serum. Yeah, they were trying to find a truth serum, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to go through a list, just real briefly, of things that MKUltra was trying to find, um, the assortment of mind-altering substances that they were trying to discover included substances which promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness, substances that increase the efficiency of mentation and perception, sensate materials that promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol, substances that in Enhance the abilities of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and coercion. Um, materials and physical methods which will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. Um, 
one of them, which is very interesting, substance which substances which will produce quote unquote pure euphoria with no subsequent letdown. That sounds pretty good to me. What's this called? Yeah, right. <laughs> and on and on and on. They had a list of like 17 different things that they were trying to find. All of this was under the guise of, of first of all, it's taxpayer-funded. Huh. It's an undercover, unknown, top-secret CIA program. Right. And it was all done on American citizens who had no idea that this was going on to them. And they knew they could get away with it because they were having prostitutes solicit these right. Johns. The whole thing was necessitated on a on an illegal transaction, so nobody's right. going to talk. <laughs> Who's going to talk? Who's going to say, hey, yeah, you know, I hired this... Oh, no, I mean, I had this, I met this girl, and I went to this house, and I think she gave me some weird drugs, but I can't really be sure. Sure, the, buddy. The situation, right? yeah. Well, no, not even that you don't believe it, but it's like, so you solicited a prostitute and, and <laughs> right, took, right. took illegal drugs, <laughs> and you're blaming her? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So well, because prior to that, right, MK Ultra wasn't the version in New York, that's the one where they... They dosed an, an agent uh, who basically, oh. for like a week, decided he was going to come clean, and then, whoops, he ended up dead. Yeah, there was that whole incident. That's why I got well. moved out to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there was... Uh, yeah. so there's, yeah. some, there's some dark stuff here, too. There's a mm. lot of dark stuff. I mean, the whole thing, to me, is extremely dark. I mean, the fact that we have our government paying and, you know, utilizing a program that was intentionally dosing unsuspecting citizens who had no yeah. idea that was going on and then no follow-up whatsoever, no documentation and nothing came of the whole damn thing because of course LSD is not, you know, a, 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 a kind of serum. drug, that, a truth serum yeah. <laughs> or anything right. that would be useful in the, you know, application of war. The only thing that you, LSD could be useful for is in the prevention of war, in my, in my opinion, mm -hmm. but that's not useful to the... Well, they had to test to find that out. I guess you're right. I guess you're right, Nick. Thank you. So anyway, I, this whole article, we'll link to it in, in, in the, the show notes, but it's just crazy because I had never heard of this whole thing. And when you see the links that the government went to to pull this, this whole thing off and how long it operated for, it just kind of blows your mind. Now, why does any of this matter to this particular podcast? Story. Well, I don't know. Well... This was all happening in San Francisco. Okay. In the early so, 1960s. This comes back to your recent obsession. It does come back to my recent, recent yeah, obsession. So that's what I thought. <laughs> was, like, was like the dead, the house band for this brothel or something like that? No, no, but close. Adjacent. Adjacent. You guys have heard of Ken Kesey, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. The writer. He wrote yes. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's mm -hmm. Head. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So around that same time, he was a struggling writer. He wasn't known at all, and he was... In his words, too young to be a beatnik and too old to be a hippie. And he was very poor and just trying to meet, make ends meet. So he signed up for a research experiment. The research experiment that he ended up sign, signing up for was a CIA-funded experiment where they gave test subjects LSD, mescaline, psilocybin, mm -hmm. all these different psychedelic drugs. So Ken Kesey, kind of the progenitor of the whole psychedelic hippie movement, and At the least guy the pu who publication of it, or, or the yeah, go ahead, sorry. Well, he wrote it to the youth. Yeah, so he helped put together these things called the acid tests in San Francisco, yeah. 
once he found out, he's like, oh, I don't know what the hell drugs they gave me, but these are awesome. And I got to get some more of them. So he had some friends. They were able to get their hands on it. And then they found this guy named Owsley Stanley, Bear, who was this brilliant, crazy, mad scientist chemist guy who was able to synthesize LSD in quantity in San Francisco. And they made it. And while it was still legal, they had these things called acid tests, where there were these huge parties, free parties in San Francisco, where you could go and get dosed with LSD. And the Grateful Dead would be the backing band for your first LSD experiment. For your trip. Wow. So to me, the beautiful irony of right. all of this is that mm-hmm. it's the American government itself. Yeah. You're freaking welcome. <laughs> Stand and, up yeah. and salute that flag. <laughs> Kickstarted the whole psychedelic movement in San Francisco. So, my hats off to you. Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone that was in charge then, and uh, yeah, it's just a it's just a fascinating, very ironic period in American history. It's to- that's a great tie-in, right? Yeah, yeah. Well done. Yeah, you did it. You absolutely did it. Thank you. Without without this crazy program, there would have been no Ken Kesey doing acid trips. Dead would have had a different. Uh, I mean, it is crazy. I mean, I'm 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 kind of joking, but I'm also not no, because it was it, it, it was pretty... it, it was centralized in the San Francisco area, and there was so much of it going on that it got kind of a reputation among people who were involved in these tests, and they got interested in this drug that they wouldn't have mm-hmm. known about otherwise. Yeah. And, and it wasn't like a, that, it wasn't like a physical dependence at all. It was more no, like, no. Oh, this is just like mind altering, mind opening, whatever you yeah. know. Like yeah, if you go and have you have this trip, this psychedelic yeah, experience yeah. that opens your opens your mind. Yeah, well, it was definitely uh, there's a, it definitely backfired. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's this there's this really cool book called How to Change Your Mind, which is actually that goes further back, and it it actually some of the scientists that really felt like there was serious applications for these drugs for like people with depression. Mm-hmm. Basically, their funding completely disappeared because of these stupid acid tests and Ken Kesey getting ever like making it so visible. Yeah. So there was also a lot of frustration. Sure, that sure. He kind of set back, the, and we basically had like a, two generations where we couldn't talk about it. And you're right; um, the, the pendulum absolutely swung back in the '70s, and then all of a sudden, yeah. all funding for any kind of psychedelic research was shut down until the '90s, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, it goes both ways. But the whole thing was kickstarted by Uncle Sam. Well, there you so, go. There it is. <laughs> right on. So that's what I got this week. A little bit of a history lesson for you guys. Very cool. Very Psychedelic done. history lesson. Nick Klein, well what done. you got for us, buddy? All right. Uh, I'm going to play some music first. I think this was back in episode 193. Greg introduced us to a band called Squid, yeah. uh, who had just released a single for an album that was coming out. And today I was just going through my Apple Music new music list, and uh, this band came up, Squid. Different song, um, but I was like, I know this. Why do I know this? Because <laughs> uh, the I, I I had seen the cover be- mm. from from when 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 Greg Greg had shared it from looking it up. So I think at the time and this listening to it just confirmed to it. It kind of gives me like an early D plan vibe, but I, I'm enjoying mm. it. So okay. this is Green Light from Squid. Best wishes in a fish all goes 
Nice. Nice. Yeah. I dig cool it. Energy. Cool energy. Very kind of black midi, too. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I like that spastic, caustic stuff. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for sharing it, Greg, because I don't think it would have made it onto my uh, recommended list had you not <laughs> oh, yeah, sure played thing, that man. song back then, because I know I had listened to it. So, uh, right on. So thank you for that. No doubt. But my, uh, my story this evening, I'm going to close this thing out pretty quick. Um, it was just this ridiculous headline that caught my eye. And then when I read it, I was like, I got I to gotta bring this up. Um, hmm. Are any of us present familiar with the band Avenged Sevenfold? Familiar. So, familiar, uh, okay. I, I, I'm pretty familiar. Um, I couldn't tell you too much about them, but there are, yeah, the, is this a band you like? Because I'll be honest, I, never got- I, I, I played a couple tracks of theirs today thinking I should pick an Avenged Sevenfold song. Couldn't do it. Mm. Could not do it. Were you listening? Do, do you know if you were like... Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. If you were, I, I if gave you were up st- pretty quick. I haven't listened to their newer stuff, but I hear it's pretty divisive. Uh, and also okay. trying to be genreless. As mm. it, um, but, uh, like the I bad could, side of uh, Sleep Token, maybe? Well, it's funny you say that because not only that, but their new album is, it's like got the same aesthetic mm, and like really. Sleep Tokens is just like so good. I mean, in my opinion, right? And then this, Event Sevenfold this, is like, seems like a little all over the place, but I, I haven't heard it yet, so I can't really say. But I will say this, that Avenged Sevenfold, since they've been out, have been kind of annoying to me. They're great mm-hmm. players. Like they, 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 and they have like guitar minis and everything. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like if you took like Iron Maiden and put it with like Paramore or like some kind of like, remember like the yes. emo? It's like that, those two like, things. Like the pop iteration where like they don't get the ethos, but they're mimicking it. Yeah. And and then like, you mean like they don't Alex, get the pop ethos Alexi or the Lejos? Is that the- No, like the ethos of like the genre that they're mimicking. Yeah, I guess. It, it, and it's like a poppy iteration of it or a successful version of it. So I don't know how to call it. Yeah. Jay, what you're thinking of is uh, Cradle of Filth. Okay. That's, uh, that's Alexi Leho. And that Who's guy was more player? legit. Um, I can't I see, I can't tell you who their guitar players right. are. Right. I could tell you that they had a drummer called The Reverend or The Rev, but that's a different story. I'll, I might jump back to that. Nick, you go ahead. Cause I, uh, no, I, it's okay. I'm gonna, I was going to pull that up because they, um, they all have unique names. Okay. Um, they were like the torchbearers for Zacky Vengeance. Okay. I don't know. But they were yeah. like the torchbearers for like metal in the early well, he, 2000s. Well, that's what the he, that's what the label wanted you to think, you know. Okay. Okay. All yeah, right, yeah. For for it was like it's like pop metal. It's not pop really metal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not really exactly. metal. So, yeah. lead vocalist is M Shadows okay. and then the Rev plays piano. Uh and then there's another guy named Sinister Gates who apparently also plays piano. I'm and pretty sure. Vengeance. I'm pretty sure that the Rev was their drummer. He may have played piano on this. Whatever. No, be, no, because their drummer is Brooks Wackerman. That might be the case. No, well, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, why the hell are we talking about Avenged Sevenfold? Well, yeah. I was going to say Brooks, Brooks Wackerman is Chad Wackerman's son. Right. <gasps> oh, really? He is. Yes. Oh, no, sure. Now, I don't. I don't see his name in anywhere. Anywhere in this. But um, the headline. Thank you, Jay. Is Avenge Sevenfold were behind Deepfake AI hack that falsely announced their festival cancellations. What? Huh? <laughs> Let me explain to you exactly what happened. So, back in February, so the band has a, a podcast uh, called Tracks, T R A X. And their episode back in February. Um, I, haven't been, all- I haven't caught up. 
It's I have not so. either. And I honestly, it was an hour and 37 minutes long and I didn't try to find <laughs> this set, this clip. Um, I, I was trying to find it, but I was trying, hoping somebody would have a timestamp, but nobody does. Um, so featured on a, an episode of their podcast was a piece of audio, a snippet of audio um, from M. Shadows, the, the front man, whose run name is Matthew, Matthew Charlie Sanders, telling fans that Avenged Sevenfold would no longer be appearing at two U.S. festivals that were scheduled to perform, uh, at, which was uh, Welcome to Rockville in Florida and Sonic Temple in Ohio. The episode uh, went out and uh, was shared on the band's Twitter account. Um, again, their podcast. And then, in that episode, it, then basically the, the, the lead singer, M. Shadow, starts tweeting you know, a couple hours after it goes live, yikes, this is not true. This is his actual tweet. Yikes, this is not true. We are still playing. Get to the bottom of this, dot, 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 dot. What the actual f***, dot, 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 dot. Not me, M. Shadow. Yeah, that was his, like, tweeted response. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so he's trying yeah. to deny something that the other band members said in the podcast? No, he he's saying, I didn't say that. It was him. It was his, it was audio of him saying, that they're not doing these shows. Oh. So what what he did is he trained an AI bot on his voice, put it into the episode just to create like buzz that like the show's got, they're, they're canceling these shows and just to, to be like, no, 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 we were hacked. They're, this is like all a press ploy. Uh-huh. Um, now, I say that. They say, no, we were trying to make a point which they don't follow up by telling you what the point is. Right. <laughs> so, and then it's this story of, it, it's so funny because all the versions that I could find of this. So the story, our management has two guys that run it. There's Mark and Benno. Uh, and we work with closely with this girl, Samantha. So uh-huh. Samantha wasn't going to tell anyone because we knew everybody would, everybody would say no when we told them our idea. Um, so I said to her, don't tell anyone. She said, we got to call Danny. And I said, no. If you call Danny, he's going to say no. She said, well, we got to tell Ryan, who's our booking agent. And I'm like, no, Harlicker's going to say no. So we kept it secret and we just did it. And I said, Samantha, all you know is we got hacked and we're trying to fix it. And she's like, are you serious? And I'm like, that's what we're doing. <laughs> this, is, this is his account. Jesus Christ. This is like the dumbest press point it's I've ever so heard. It's so stupid. <laughs> So let me see if I got this right. Wait, okay, I'm sorry. That he okay. Here, here we go. Here is the point. The musician said he wanted the AI to be as authentic as possible to make an overarching comment on society and where it's going. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh the, that's see. the point he was trying to make. There it is. Ah, mm. ah, gotcha. mm-hmm. an overarching comment on society. I, guys, I rarely like bring things up to like ridicule. I really try try to get better about this in my life. Um, but this just <laughs> this oh. is pretty worthy. <laughs> this is so grating. It just was so like this is so annoying. But this could be like a Spinal Tap scene. Yes. Now, what if we oh, made no. an AI on all podcast? Yeah, and but it's we their have feed. It's, and we have it say, no, no, listen, listen, listen. We have mm. it say, we're not going to do these shows. Mm. Well, why the hell would we want to say that? No, well, no one's going to come. <laughs> but no one will come. And then no, cut, to the, come. cut to the show where Everyone's there's gonna no one at the show. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, we're no talk- I mean it seems like it seems like they're successful. Um, they've got a big following. They just um, played Madison Square Garden. Yeah, no, it's no joke. Like they they're doing fine, but that's also what makes it like frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's why do you got to come up with these like gimmicky ploys? Just get out there and freaking rock. That's pretty dumb. Well, it's kind of like Kings of Leon doing the NFTs a little bit. I felt like you know what I mean. Yeah, but they put their name on it. Right. These guys pretended like they got hacked on their podcast and right. they weren't going to play these shows. To do what? Yeah. Probably to try to sell more tickets. They're, they're probably looking at pre-sales. Yeah. So they're they're very ambitious, you know, these guys. And I don't know if they have a... Yeah, I would I say know. disingenuous. Well, yes, that too, perhaps. But, uh, you know. What, they, what um, would be the most epic show? A <laughs> show that no one shows up for? Well, if nobody thought it was going to happen, no but one they was, all came anyway. Nobody They'll come. come. Nobody came. Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing. You know, a real amazing. blending of the minds. Yeah, it's just you know we have to we have to believe. All right, well you're going to have to people tell Samantha will come. She she won't do things. Oh, like you can't tell Samantha no. We can't tell her because she'll, she'll tell Danny. <laughs> and if Danny knows, then the whole thing is up. Well, he's not going to let us do this. Yeah, that's what I got. Right on. <laughs> All right, guys. Well. This is Jay saying that you should check Wait it out. Second. We'll be shut no, down for hacked. the next two mm. weeks. No if, more wait, episodes. Wait, what if no one listened to our podcast? It would be the best podcast ever. Mm. Nah, nah, it's, a you're gem. Teasing. it's a gem out there for anyone to find. Perfect. Nah, nah, you're teasing. 203 me. of these things to go through if you want. No, we're still on. We're still on. We wouldn't tease our audience like that. Hell no. All two of you out there? Yeah, it wouldn't work. <laughs> it's like both our moms call us. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're shutting so down it, the podcast? No! So is it on or not? <laughs> it's oh, still we're on. on. We're on. Sorry, Greg. Hey, why don't you tell the five folks how to get in touch with us, should they choose to do so, Mr. Greg? All right. You can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Send us an email at ysciopodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter handles at shouldcheck. You can find us on wherever podcasts are heard, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, leave a review, and as always, tell a friend. You should check it out. You hear how did smoothly you, he does that? Did Nick? you hear? Did you hear us try to do that last week? <laughs> you got to listen to the through to the end. Or I didn't. I didn't make that. it that far. <laughs> Just, that's fair. I, 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 yeah, I will he, listen to it. I will listen to it. Turned it off at the great song. No, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He fast forwarded to where he came on, and then and then turned it off. At, I think yeah, we got sleep. We got to the point where we have to tell people how to get in touch with us, and none of us have the script, so we just kind of we you messed. It. We, we we did our <laughs> best. I think right. we it took did a pretty good minutes. job. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just no wonder the episode was so long. <laughs> Other donkey around there at the end. Well, boys, right. this has been good a to lot have of fun. you back full time. Good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you. And we'll see you back here next week. Same bad time, same bad channel for some more fun. All right. Peace out, guys. Later. See you.